So just like you, I follow a lot of triathlon news on social media and a lot of groups um, just on the back of my mind thinking about a specific one triathlon nation that I follow. Um, and it's not really limited to that group or, or that group that I'm going to discuss today. But one thing that you can 100% relate, and maybe you that guy that posed that question, is there's always a nutritional question. There's always people asking advice and... Um, yeah, just posting there off and hearing the advice of other people. So that's the, the main topic that we'll be discussing today. But relating to this, we will also be interviewing the experts in the industry because I'm not a nutritionist myself. I'm not a nutrition coach and I don't feel comfortable the same with finances in coaching people or giving people advice on something that, um, yep, that, that I'm not qualified to do. So we're just going to take it in an overview and a quick discussion today. So my name is Dion Richter and welcome to another episode of Not Yet. So the one thing that we all are kind of guilty on is we ask group advices on nutrition and it's just to get the the curious feedback and things like that thereof. But you'll very often notice people's responses are just 100% from what they are currently using or what they are working with or for. And it's not really something that originates from knowledge in the industry. Now, nutrition, something to, that's very important to remember is, and as I said, we'll be interviewing a lot of key people in various industries in this because there's so much knowledge out there and there's so many methods that actually works and is physiology or medically accurate and fine. So it's not like this one set way. I mean, I always compare nutrition to, to kind of like Googling something. If you're going to Google something specific, Google's going to give you the results from exactly what you typed in or asked. So if I ask people for nutrition plans, the answers I'm going to get is what people are currently using. And if I ask specific things like, you know, intermediate fasting, I'm going to see the results thereof and why it works, not necessarily why it doesn't work. So when it comes to nutrition, it's important to remember that there really is so many different types of nutrition out there. And most of them actually do work. And most of them are accurately fine. So whatever you're going to type in and research, that's what you're going to get. If you want to go and research why intermediate fasting is the best, you're going to see results thereof. If you're going to search why intermediate fasting is the worst, you're going to see results thereof. I hope you're catching my drift. So today, we're not going to focus on which plan is best for the main reason that I'm not equipped to tell you. 
And I don't want to tell you, I don't, as I mentioned in the overview of this podcast, I, I'm not here to tell you, you know, what to do or to coach you and what not to do. I'm here to supply you just with my input, my intake, my opinion. Uh, that's not always correct. My views, and then obviously introduce you to the experts thereof. So, following this podcast, there will be a number of interviews with various different, and and that's important to me to just give you the insight of the different types of nutritional experts out there because there's there's so many things that works. So, here's a couple of pointers that I just want to mention that always I feel, and this is my opinion, this is not facts, this is something that I use just to guide me in the right direction, but pointers that you can maybe use and maybe you agree or disagree with this. And if you agree or disagree, I'd love to hear back from you. So the first thing when it comes to nutrition that's very important to me is to remember it needs to complement your usual diet plan. What I'm trying to say is if you live on a high fat, healthy fat diet normally, it is great that your nutritional intake in terms of Endurosport complements what your body is used to. It is not the wisest thing to go for something that will put your body in some kind of surprise or shock, even, well, even though it's, uh, you know, it performs well. But you very often notice you get upset stomachs or there's, there's really an aftermath or an effect or cause thereof because your body's not used to it. So that's the first point is it needs to complement your usual diet. So you either need to change your diet or change your intake type. Now, when I refer to diet, I'm not talking about diet in the sense of you are following a diet to get, uh, you know, lose some fat or weight or whatever like that. I'm talking about your dietary supplements or plan, like what you eat on a daily basis. This is something nutritionally that your body is used to intake. And the best nutritional plan out there is something that kind of complements or aligns with that. Although it's, it's much, you're not going to take a piece of chicken on the run or things like that, but it comes down to the to, you know, is your body used to carbs? Is it used to protein? Is it used to glucose? Is it used to intermediate fasting? Is it used to various things? Like what is your body used to? Because obviously with Endurosport, you're going to up it to the next level. Another thing that I find that a lot of people do not do is they just take products because people told them to, but you don't actually read the labels. You need to read the labels of everything that is in that nutritional shake, that is in that supplement, because although something might be high in carbs or electrolytes or something like that, there might be sugars or lactose or types of acids in there that, that your body really doesn't need or is not used to. And, and maybe it does need it, but you're not used to it. So, you know, if, if you are very strict on not taking in any lactose and um, a lot of product, products out there might contain it or some type of amino acids or things like that, it is wise to actually introduce it into your normal daily plan. It goes hand in hand. So read the labels is something that is very important. Then know what you need. It is very wise to do the research or talk to a nutritional or a nutritionist to, to understand what does your body need normally to function. That's very easy to understand. And then obviously understand what your body needs in terms of Endurosport. Because a 
two-hour bike ride versus a six-hour 70.3 distance versus a 12-hour full distance, the carb intake or the sugar intake or the glucose intake per hour, per minute, per whatever will differ. So it is very important before you set out the plan is to know what your body needs, like physically what your body needs to keep on fueling gram-wise. Per hour wise, you know, just get that constant measurement so that you can see which plan is best for you. Because if you follow a, a carb intake, let's say, a carb intake, let's say, for example, you know, I work that I should take for uh, um, anything sub four hour. I usually work on 40 grams per hour. Uh, spending more than four hours out on the field, I work on 60 grams per hour. Um, so it really does differ because sometimes it's it's difficult to take in that carbs and run with a heavy stomach or things like that, but that's what your body needs. So you kind of need to adjust your, the, the type of nutrition you take in to get the same value of carbs or different chemically formulated carbs and, and things like that. Obviously, I'm talking about carbs because that's my specific route. I'm not pro-carbs in the sense of, you know, taking away the fatty diets, taking away anything else. This is my plan. And um, I'm not encouraging you to do the same. I'm just uh, giving you the in input on, on, it's not just about taking in carbs. You know, I use a specific brand um, and that changes because sometimes if I'm way out on the field, I'll actually adjust and add things or take away certain things. Otherwise, I do get upset stomachs. And and if you really read the labels and you have a good brand, they will actually tell you that, you know, reaching the specific limit will actually bring you to the point where you get runner stomach, as they call it, or any, uh, you know, um, stomach upsets or cramps or things like that so they will actually warn you and say listen yeah, even our products got limitations or better yet you know try to do it with this and, and things like that um so know what you need St something that's very important as well is practice your intake we don't practice it enough um we go out on the 10k run and we go out on a two-hour bicycle ride we 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 do the small brick sessions and we take a bottle of water you need to practice your intake. You and practice your intakes means uh, various things. It means like stop running without fluids. Stop doing it. Stop not taking any electrolytes with a two-hour run or that one-hour run. Like take your water bottle. It's not because your body necessarily needs it in that time. It's just that your body won't do get any harm if using it in that time but it also will teach your body on how to adapt and how to respond to the nutritional intake you you have so many people keep nutrition only for race day um especially with electrolytes and things like that and, and recovery drinks like practice your nutrition as part of your daily training it is very very important um you can take for example electrolytes without any sugars carbs or any protein in it anything it's just the the micro minerals that it does have to to keep your body hydrated you can use that even for a 30 minute run or 30 minute walk or whatever you don't need to go and bulk up on products that's not what i'm saying as i'm saying is just make sure that your body is used to being fed the whole time so that you can see what actually does work and doesn't work for you. Um, on that note, we all know in triathlon about swim, bike and run, but we forget about the other two legs of triathlon. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there are actually two other legs. And those legs are number one, what we're discussing today, nutrition. And then the other one is transition.
It's a very important um, leg in track. Now, transition, believe it or not, is actually something that we do train for. Um, that's why we do brick sessions and things like that, is to teach your body to move from the one to the other. Be with a rest in between or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, we do train for it. You do teach your body on how to do that, but we don't teach our body that nutrition is a very important leg. So that's something to be very considerate of, is knowing that nutrition is super important, whether it's a small race and you don't need nutritional intake during the race, but just, you know, some electrolytes for hydration and maybe, but, you know, you need a, a, a pre-race diet plan, meaning what you're going to eat before the race. We get all that questions uh, so many often, like people ask like, what do you eat before a race? If it's just a sprint distance and things like that. And there's horrible advice out there. Nutrition, regardless of the distance, is definitely a leg of triathlon. So you need to train for those. You need to not compromise on training for those. Make nutrition a priority. Even in races, especially in races, guys, so many times we let our pride and arrogance get in the way. We see it so, especially on the bike ride. So this is what happens on the bike ride, right? Is you've trained everything. Your body is used to it all. You know your nutrition, you know everything. So you put on your water bottles and you get in that tri position and we see the pros. We see the, especially with the pros. And as you cycle um, and you maybe hit a bump on the road or you didn't clip the bottle in nice or, you know, you're too focused on the watts that you're pushing, you lose a bottle. Okay. Do not let that ruin your race. It will. It is very important to know the following about nutrition. Nutritional intake, and take my word on this, is not about how you feel or what you need now. It's prophylactic. It's what you need and how you're going to feel later. You don't take nutrition on, on how you feel now. If you do that, that's usually a danger zone. It means that your body is about to burn out and it means that you're going to collapse. And if you think about any professional race or any race that you've witnessed and watched, take Lionel Sanders. If he loses a water bottle or if he takes in wrong nutrition, what happens? His body is so desperate of what he needs now, he overconsumes of on his product and he ends up vomiting and quitting and collapsing if you are on your bike and you lose a water bottle you either stop and turn around or you stop at the first station and you lose that five minutes on your bike ride to take care of your body because that five minutes that you are gaining without nutrition is a gamble for the next race. You might be 100% on target, moving, going. Your times might look perfect. You might feel great. But if you don't finish, don't be that guy that said, oh, I could have finished sub four hours, you know, if it wasn't for the nutrient. You didn't finish. The guy that finished achieved something that day. You didn't. Regardless if you got world records in the swim and in the bike, if you didn't finish the race, those times are unaccounted for. You don't have bragging rights on those. And the biggest thing that happens is either a mechanical issue that allows for that or nutritional issue. So if you lose a water bottle, if you lose your sachet that you planned for, stop 
and act immediately because it's not about how you feel now, but it's how you're going to feel about it later. And if you practiced your nutrition, you'd know exactly what your body needs to function throughout the race according to your race plan. Always remember to take additional things, especially for cramps, things that you might not need as part of your diet, but having it can definitely save your race. Okay, that's usually extra hydration or water and usually things for cramps. That's that's the biggest three. Some people take maybe a caffeine shot just to get that last push or something like that. But as I said, I'm not going to go through in deep depth on what I believe and what I think and what you should and shouldn't have. I'm just going through the basics, the overview to tell you this, and this is something that's applicable to everyone. So whether you believe in sachets for, for electrolytes, whether you believe in raw salt or eating potatoes, whether you believe in eating, you know, rennies or something with magnesium in it, it doesn't matter what you believe in. The fact of the matter is make sure you've got extra of those on every single leg. You don't want to get caught up in that position, like tire that muscle or injure that muscle, and you just want to feed it what it needs. And not always is that part of your dietary plans in the race or your nutritional plans in the race, but very often it's something that just arose. Maybe just there was a pebble in the road. You maybe just overextended. You maybe just did this. It's nothing that you did wrong or could have prevented but there's nutrition in there to, to assist you. The same with hydration. You might have this perfect plan on intake. It might be a super hot day out and you might need to use your water to simply just spray over your body like a radiator and cool it down and sometimes drink more. Um, yeah, so those are the, the two things that I'll say. Just make always sure you have that. And um, don't get caught in desperate measures or situations. Don't get caught and say, okay, well, now I'm burned out. Now my body can't anymore and I just need to gulp down water. You will overhydrate yourself. You will overhydrate yourself. Don't get caught in the action that your body's too tired and you just want to eat everything in order to go. You will have cramps for days. Don't get caught in the sticky situation. Nutrition is a leg of triathlon that you need to research well, plan well, Practice with, train with, and use during race, executed according to your plan, and not compromising on it. Please stay tuned for more episodes on triathlon, business, and everything. And once again, thank you for joining me today. Have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,